0: All right. Welcome back to the Luke Page Podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to be going through how you can get over imposter syndrome. All right. Here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all, all the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it, and if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. So today's episode comes from Brandon Bustian. Um and he wants to know, how do I get over imposter syndrome? So we're going to get to that in a moment. Um, if you're wanting to have uh, me potentially put together a podcast episode on a question that you've got on a problem or a challenge you're experiencing and facing in your life or your business, send me a message over on um, Instagram at Luke underscore page and um, I could potentially, possibly uh, put together a podcast episode on whatever it is that you're needing help with. So send me a message if you got something. Uh, so, um, yes, imposter syndrome is what we're going to be going through. It's a really common thing. Um, before I get to that, let's kind of go over what's been happening in my life recently, what's been happening in the business. So, um, one thing, I was—I uh, had a, a, a group coaching call um, a few days ago with uh, a program of mine called The Leading Coach. Uh, it's a program that helps coaches Um, set their business up so they're getting consistent clients every month and hitting 10K months consistently. And I was talking to the client about selling. And uh, I think what happens with a lot of coaches is they resist selling, right? They have a negative association to it. Um, You know, put your hand up if you've ever had a bad experience with a salesperson. Like we all have, right? We've all had that pushy, annoying creepy, sleazy, aggressive salesperson. We've all had that experience at some point in our life, yeah? Um, So the last thing that we want to do as coaches is we don't want to be that person. And what happens with coaches is we tend to hold off on selling because we think it's bad. So we, we create all this amazing free valuable content Um, But when it comes to asking your audience, hey, would you like me to coach you? Hey, would you like to buy my program? It's almost like, hey, you know, I I can't do that too often. You know, it's got to be a once in a 90-day thing. And or, you know, when I do do it, I can't make a lot of noise. I can't speak about it every day. And this thing here is really costing you a lot of clients. So I was speaking to um, my clients in The Leading Coach the other day. And just chatting about, um, you know, to get clients, it's really simple. It's just, number one, is you create content that's targeted to the problems and struggles of your audience. And then number two is you just ask them to work with you. And you do that consistently and you do that often. Um, and um, if you ask, ask for the sale a lot more, you'll actually find that you'll probably get more clients. So... Um, I just wanted to mention this because I had an idea after that um, group session. I'm like, this is like a problem that a lot of coaches face. Um, so I had this idea of putting together like a free resource, which basically gives you ways on how to sell to your audience every single week. Because the truth is, if you just sold to your audience every week, you'll get more clients. But I get it. It feels wrong for you probably. It feels like, you know, I can't be doing this so often. It feels like you're annoying people. But um, uh, the idea with this free resource is to teach you how to sell to your audience in a way that doesn't feel annoying or doesn't feel pressured or doesn't feel sleazy or anything like that. And it feels good for you and it feels good for your audience. So um, keep a lookout for that. I've just started putting ideas down this week. I'm going to put some more time into it today. Um, And then I'll be most likely releasing something around that over the next couple of weeks. Um what am I reading at the moment? I got a uh, I haven't read a book in a while, uh, maybe in a couple of months. But I bought uh David Go- David Goggins' book. Uh what's it called? Uh I can't even remember unfinished or something like that or never finished. So if you don't know who David Goggins is, he's a retired Navy SEAL. He's got um you know, he got like I don't know if it's called the Medal of Honor. He'd got basically whatever medal it is at like the a very high level or something like that. Um and he's just a crazy athlete. Like he just the stuff he's done is just it's just like he's not even human. Um he's got like the the world record for the most pull-ups. And he just does intense, crazy stuff, pushing his body to the absolute max limit and beyond. And he's all about just controlling your mind. Um he's a massive action taker. He's just like no bullshit, just you know, um, take more action in your life. So I'm kind of taking, uh, I'm reading that book at the moment. I, uh, I, was, I was watching a podcast of his maybe a week ago and I'm like, you know what, I might get this guy's book. Um, so I've been reading that. I mean, I've done two chapters and I've actually noticed um, within, you know, the last week or so since reading this that um, I'm actually doing things every single day with a lot more intent and less hesitation um, and just like moving through things every single day, which I probably previously were procrastinating more um, and maybe delaying things and stuff like that and maybe in some cases not doing it. So um, it's been a so far, look, I'm only two chapters in, right? But um, I'm just noticing that, my I guess a focus of mine right now is to... You know, really win the morning, win the morning hard. So, you know, winning the morning for me is number one: getting up on time. And right now, recording this, it is—it's winter in Melbourne, and winter sucks here. It's really cold, it's dark, its uh, it's, it's, its its We have a, like the uh, the Antarctic winds, winds coming from Antarctica, hitting our 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 town and our city, and it's 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 just a not the most enjoyable place to live in winter. Um, but getting up in the morning, so you know when my alarm goes off, I get up straight away, and then I work out, and uh, and then I have a three minute cold shower, and also what I've done uh, the last week, which I've found is so good, is that I'm not checking my phone, so um, I'm not I'm not even touching my phone, right? So the only thing I'm allowed to use my phone for, basically, is to use a timer for when I'm timing myself when I'm working out, and I also do rehab. Uh, exercises so yeah just doing that um, once once I've done all my things and had my three-minute shower then I can check my phone but I found that's just like starting my day with like just making me feel accomplished you know and because I'm feeling accomplished and starting my day with you know that's all challenging things number one get up on time when it's freezing Number two, working out when it's cold and dark. Number three, having a three-minute cold shower. And four, checking not checking your phone when you know you've got the the urge to check the bloody phone. Getting through that, um, you just you just feel accomplished, and then you start your day feeling really good. And um, it just puts you in a really great state. So uh, so far, I'm recommending um, you know if you're looking for maybe something to give you a little bit of a kick up the butt. Check this guy out if you don't know him, David Goggins, G-O-G-G-I-N-S, and his book is, what did I say it was? Um, Unfinished, I think it is. Uh, If it's not, I mean, you'll find it out, right? Second thing is, uh, well, that's the second thing. The third thing before we get into this is guess what I bought on the weekend? Um, I went surfing with my surfing mate on Saturday, and it was a really nice day. The surf was great. We had a great surf. We came back to the car, and he had um, he had bought a portable gas stove cooker, right? And he he said that oh, for lunch today, he goes, I brought this portable gas stove cooker, and we're just gonna have um, tin uh, like spaghetti from a tin. Now that might sound disgusting to you, but I love spaghetti from a tin. I used to have it as a kid. Um, and he goes, we'll just cook it here, and we'll put it on some bread. So we had our surf, really nice day, it's sunny, even though it's winter here in Melbourne, still a really nice day. We're kind of parked up on top of the cliff that overlooks the ocean, um, and the ocean's a really nice turquoise colour, kind of like a dark turquoise colour. Uh, and, um, yeah, we're sitting up on the ocean, we've, we've changed out of our wetsuits, so we're in our warm clothes, and he, you know, he gets the spaghetti tin, opens it up, puts in the saucepan, puts under the stove cooker he also had some cheese that was wrapped in foil he chucked the cheese blocks in there then he had a few bits of nice bread and he went to turn the stove cooker on and he had forgotten the gas and i was like we were so excited to be like cooking this meal uh and this is such a beautiful spot on the cliffs overlooking the ocean just had a great surf um and anyway we forgot the stu- uh, the gas, but we ended up going to like a, uh, a public park and uh, in Australia they've got barbecues here so you can just um, and they're free. so you can just we just ended up cooking it in a park. It wasn't as nice there as on the top of the cliffs overlooking the ocean. but it was still great. It was a really great experience and I kind of love doing that stuff. Um, and I, I went home that, that day and I spoke to my wife Courtney and I, I, I told him how told her how. My friend Liam had bought this portable gas stove cooker and like, we should get one. So the next day, we went and bought the same one, but this time I bought, no, I actually bought two because I thought, you know, you want to be able to cook like your meal, but you say, for example, if you're having toast, you want a second burner so you can cook that. So we went and bought our cook, our, our stove cooks, um, our gas stove cookers. We got the ga- the actual gas tanks we got some food and then we drove down to the same spot, which is about an hour and a half drive for us. And uh, we backed the car up, you know, up against the ocean type thing. Um, and then, you know, there was people surfing. And it was actually a really nice day to surf and I didn't bring my surfboard. So I was a little bit spewing, but we just uh, sat there. We watched the surfers and we cooked our meals on the beach. And it was such an awesome feeling. Um, and I just thought I'd mention this just because... You know, the simple things in life are so rewarding. Um, And, you know, you don't have to... I think a lot of the time is that you don't have to necessarily go on a holiday to have a holiday feeling. Um, You know, I always look for... One of my values is adventure. I love adventure. I love, like, you know, going to places I haven't been to. I love getting amongst nature. And things like this is just a really great way to, um, you know... Uh, whether it's doing it by yourself, whether it's doing it with your your friends or with your family. You know, we had, uh, you know, myself, my wife, our son, Louis, our dog, Sonny. As a family, we were there together just cooking lunch as opposed to what we normally would have done was just gone to a cafe, which we do every single week. So a bit of variety in spice um, without like going on a holiday type thing. Hey, I just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I've put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month, and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.com lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k. I'm going to pop that link in the show notes. But anyway, let's get back to the episode. Okay, so let's get into this thing. Um, Brandon, Bastion, wanting, how do I get over imposter syndrome? Uh, Imposter syndrome. It's a a big one. Uh, So many people experience it. If you're here listening to this, I assume that you already know what imposter syndrome is, right? But uh, just in case you're unsure or you're a little bit Um, you're a little bit like, okay, what is it? I would say it's when you just, you doubt your abilities. Yeah, and in particular, it's like you ask yourself, you're like, who am I to be doing this? So who am I to be coaching this client? Who am I to be selling this program? Who am I to be talking about this topic? Um, And uh, imposter syndrome, I would safe to say, everyone experiences it, if you don't. You mean you're just sitting on the couch doing nothing with your life. but if you're listening to this, you're probably a your coach or you're growing your business or you're searching for something or going for something in your life. So imposter syndromes a normal thing. Now the first thing is I want I, I want you to change your perception on imposter syndrome from it's a bad thing to it's a good thing because it's a great thing. If you are experiencing imposter syndrome, do you know what it tells me? It tells me you are pushing yourself, into an area that is uh, the unknown to you, yeah? And that is a great thing. Why is it a great thing? Because in order to grow, you have to explore areas of the unknown. If you are constantly just living in an area where you know everything about it, you're competent and confident, then you're not going to grow. You're just going to be doing the same stuff that you've always done, right? So, you've got dreams, And in order to get your dream, you've got a hell of a lot of growth to do, internal, external. And the only way you're going to do that is by stepping up into areas of unknown, which makes you uncomfortable. So by you having imposter syndrome, it's telling me that you are stretching yourself and heading into areas that are more unknown to you, which is great. So the first thing is that no longer do I want you to see imposter syndrome a bad thing. And I want you to see is, and hey, this is a great thing. This is a sign that I am on the right path and the right track because I'm heading into areas that I haven't been before. So, how do we actually get over it? Now, before I um, explain that, let me like let me tell you a little bit of a story. So, uh, last year I um, kind of I started getting into acting. So, you know, I've been creating content for a long time. Um, like, f- like over five years, probably six, seven years or something like that. And not only creating my own content, but um, creating content for like people will pay me to also be in their own content. It's, it's, a, it's becoming a big thing. It's called user-generated content. So basically, a lot of the, um, the videos that you see and ads that you see when you scroll on social media and it'll have like a, a video of maybe someone going through a product Maybe it's like a, it looks like someone's filmed a video just at home using a massager, for example. Um, what happens is that companies, say the, the company that sells the massage gun will pay people who create content to say, hey, can you just do a quick video of you using my product and saying how great it is? That's called user-generated content. So I was doing that last year and getting paid for it, right? Um, And then from there, I just like started moving into more um, kind of acting roles. So doing like commercials and um, things like that. And um, I remember when I stepped into doing commercials, so bigger production type things. um, It's no longer me at home holding the camera and getting paid for it. It's where it's I'm out on a set and there's a big crew. I remember when I first started doing that is that I felt like an imposter and Even though I could have done the stuff, I was like, who am I to be doing this? You know, can I actually do this? Because what was happening is I was getting on set and I was around actual legit actors, like people who have done acting training and courses and they've been acting their whole life and they've got, you know, they've got um, aspirations to be uh, a full-time actor and a movie star and things like that. And here I was where I'm just like, hey, I haven't done any acting courses, Um You know, I haven't been doing this my whole life. I don't have any intentions of being a a movie star or doing this full time or anything like that. So I was kind of like, who am I to be doing this? So that is imposter syndrome. Now, fast forwarded to when I'm at the point of me recording this, I've done um, like over 15 um, acting, different acting jobs, right? And things have completely changed since when I first started it, right? Uh, when I walk on a set now, because I've done it a decent amount of times, I now walk on with a lot more confidence and belief because I know that I've done it. I just look back and I've got evidence that, Hey, Luke, you've done this 15 times. So no probs that you're doing another one now, right? So the imposter syndrome, it was heavy at the start, but now it's basically gone or very light. Um, and another thing is that I, um, I, I just did uh, yesterday. So yesterday I had my... Because um, I'd been doing um, uh, uh, just like non-speaking roles, right? So like, you know, TV commercial and I might be um, walking through a hotel or something like that or I might be holding a product. I'm not... Like I haven't been doing speaking roles as such and they were getting a little bit too easy for me. And I love a challenge in life. Um, so, I'm like, you know, I wouldn't mind doing what I call legit acting. Legit acting is where you're doing speaking and you're playing a character. So, um, I uh, applied for this, um, this position where I'm doing a speaking role and I had to play a character. So, I got that, uh, I got that role and that was yesterday. And I had to um, go into that because I hadn't done a speaking role before. I went in nervous. And guess what? Imposter syndrome was back. Why? Because it was at a level that I hadn't done before. Yeah, I was all good with the non-speaking roles now. But actually getting on now and speaking and playing a character, uh, that was where I was like, okay, this is next level and I haven't done this. And I'm like, who am I to be doing this? Again, rocking up, people on set, Yeah, they do it every single day. They've been doing it their whole life. There's actors. They've done courses. They're legit actors. They are legit talented, way more talented than me. Who the hell am I to be doing this? So walking on set yesterday, yeah, I was a bit nervous. And the imposter syndrome, I did battle with it. And I knew what was going to happen. What was going to happen was that I was going to get through it and even though I would have started a little bit nervous, I just would have got through it and as soon as I got through it, I would have been like, oh, hey, I did it, yeah? And then my confidence and belief just goes, oh, sweet, you know, I I can do this. So the imposter syndrome goes. So basically, if you want to sum things up, how do you get over imposter syndrome? Uh, It's by realizing that you can do the thing that you're actually doing, coaching the client selling your program, talking about that topic. Now, how do you learn how to do the things that you're actually doing? Well, you do it by, um, you you learn by actually doing it. So let me say that again, right? So the way to get over imposter syndrome is just by realizing that, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can coach that client, yeah? I can get them results. I know what I'm talking about in this topic. Um, I can sell this program. So that's how you get over it. But how do you learn to be able to do those things? You learn by just doing it. You learn by just coaching that client. And yes, you're not going to be amazing and perfect from the get-go. My first client, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Like, like My first client, I was like terrible, right? So it's just like everyone goes through it. You go through it. I go through it. My coach goes through it. So you've just got to... Do the thing that you're trying to get into. So if it's like, oh, who am I to be talking about this topic on camera? You've just got to do it over and over and over and over and over. Who am I to be selling this program, this brand new program? Well, you've just got to sell it over and over and over and over. Get clients into it. Coach more clients. Um, One little tip which is going to help with imposter syndrome is telling people where you're at telling people where you are at if you try and hide that you're kind of new to something because you won't have imposter syndrome if you've been doing it for a long time yeah it's just because you're inexperienced in the area so if you just be honest and tell people that you're kind of new to it it actually helps with the imposter syndrome now see when you're trying to hide that and let's just say that you're taking on a new client and you're acting like hey you've had uh, you've been doing this for 10 years and you've had 30,000 clients then that puts the pressure on you to go, okay, I need to perform at a very high level, but how are you meant to perform at a very high level when you haven't done it before? It's impossible. So a trick to this is being honest and just telling. Say, for example, if it's you coaching a client and you haven't done a whole lot of it, is you be honest and you tell the person or the client that you got, hey, you know what, I'm kind of new to this area. Um, And the way around that is a lot of coaches will have experience in their life, but then they become a coach, for example, or they have experience in their life and then they sell a new program or whatever it is. And the way to get around it is you just say to the person, hey, look, I may be new to this here. I may be new to this niche or I may be new to this program, but hey, here's my experience in life. Here's what I've done previously. So it's not saying that you're a complete newbie, It's um, basically saying, hey, to this point here and doing this action, yes, okay, it's a new experience, but hey, I've got a lot of experience in the past. So just by being honest and telling people, hey, you know uh, what, this is the first time, this is a brand new program of mine, right? Um, And being honest with people, uh, then that takes the pressure off a little bit. You know what I said to my first few clients? I said my first offer I ever made was a hundred dollars. I said I'll I, I I'll help you. I'll help anyone launch a business for a hundred dollars, um, and basically you're going to get one-on-one coaching from me, and I guarantee you results, or I'll give you your money back. That was my offer, and I said to them that hey, I'm I'm a brand. This is brand new. I've never done it. This you going to be my first client, but. You know, it's not like I'm. I, I. It's not like I don't have any training and, and experience. You know, I've been teaching people how to sell at the time for about ten years. Um, I've been in marketing and da 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 da. So it was like really clear to the client that hey, this is my first client. I was brand new, but I had a history of experience, and I was just saying hey, you know, if you don't get the results or it's not working out, I'll give you money back, and you can get you can head off. And because of that. It allowed me to coach this client in a really relaxed way and I didn't have to pretend that I had it all together and I knew everything every step of the way because they knew what was going on. So how can you approach this when you're talking about a topic? Um, You could could just talk about a topic and, you know, you're you're almost like sharing your journey. So um, maybe you're wanting to speak about your craft or you're getting into an area that you don't know a whole lot about And what you're doing is you're sharing your experience about learning the thing that you're passionate about. Um, You know, I jumped into a niche which so many people said you can't do, which is from the get-go, a business niche, helping people grow their business, right? Now, I had never actually built a successful business, technically. I had been in a lot of businesses. Um, I had failed in a number of businesses. When I was a kid, you could say I had a little successful business for a little bit, Wasn't exactly in the position to be going, hey, I'm going to teach you how to grow your business when I hadn't done it myself. But I was so passionate about it, right? And I'm like, I know that I want to do this. And I just said to to my audience, I said, this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be sharing my journey on me, learning about something that I'm passionate about and helping anyone who wants to be helped along the way. And slowly but surely, I got better and better and I knew more and more and I taught myself more about it. I got more and more experience and then I got to the point where it was like, okay, there's, I, I'm, I'm not inexperienced anymore. You know what I mean? So being honest and just telling people that you knew um, or you don't know a whole lot about the area, that takes off the pressure of imposter syndrome. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it, share it with the world, share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. So to wrap this thing up is imposter syndrome. If you don't have it, then you ain't pushing yourself hard enough. If you ain't pushing yourself hard enough, you won't grow. And if you won't grow, you're not going to get your dreams. So imposter syndrome is a sign that you are on the right path right now because you're heading into areas that you haven't been before. You're not comfortable there just yet. So all you need to do is just have a little bit of courage to go, you know what, I'm going to do this. Yeah, my dream, my vision's worth it. And understand that imposter syndrome is a process that you will always go through. Always. I always go through it when I'm striving to the next level. You will always go through it when you strive to the next level. So as opposed to you trying to get rid of it, I want you to completely go change your perception and go imposter syndrome's bad to imposter syndrome's good and it is required and accept it because it's going to be with you. If you're going to be chasing your dream and every single time you step out to that next level, that next level where you've never been before, imposter syndrome is going to be there saying, who are you to be doing that? Who are you to be coaching that client? Who are you to be coaching those 10 clients in a group? Who are you to be speaking in front of 5,000 people? It's never going to leave you. So get used to it and see it as an amazing thing. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. And If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.